everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. As always, I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside my color man, Davis Carroll. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn Opelika Megaplex and around the world, however you may be tuning in today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio on 91.1 FM, or if you're on the information superhighway via WEGLFM.com, or if you're listening to our podcast, we thank you for joining us on the show today. We're happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning talk show. And now we are broadcasting live from the Bradley-based and WEGL studios here in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is 43 degrees and sunny outside this fine Tuesday morning. Welcome to Compact Discourse. We wish you a good morning as we get on with the show. Davis, how are you doing this fine Tuesday morning? Uh, feeling good. It was a little windy on the way here. A few chills, but it's supposed to get warm. It, so It yeah. felt pretty good, I think. Like It was cold, but it was, it was nice and brisk. Yeah, it was a good... Good, I, good morning smell in the air. I think I might have too many layers on right now, but mm-hmm. uh, it's always you can always take one off. That's how I see it. I see. Fair enough. So that's what we're dealing with right now in the weatherverse. Um, anywhere from 43 to 47 degrees, depending on where you're taking the temp from right now. It is sunny, though, and that's what's important. It's also going to warm up just a bit this afternoon to uh, some some spring temps on this first day mm. of February. We'll get up to 64 degrees this afternoon with some partial clouds, but that is going to bring in some rain tomorrow as we are looking at a big development of weather that is moving across the uh, eastern portion of the United States right now, stretching from Dallas all the way up to New York City. It's going to be, uh, the jet stream is going to be pushing it our way coming around Thursday evening, so be on the lookout for that if you are getting up to any hijinks on Thursday. so. But enjoy the weather while you can. It will be a nice day to go outside and enjoy the weather. With that, I would like to remind our audience that if at any point in the next hour you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, or if you'd like to suggest the secret 830 in the morning song, you can go ahead and call in at 334-844-WEGL. That's 334-844-9345. You can also send us a tweet at CDISCAU, that's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U, and we will get to that as well. I'm actually more likely to get to that one because I have it pulled up right in front of me. And with that, we will get on with the show. Let's address the elephant in the room. It is game day once again for your Auburn Tigers as they will be hosting the Alabama Crimson Tide on the Plains for what some people will refer to as the Iron Bowl of Basketball, um, something I abstain from referring to. There's probably a better name than that. Yeah, I just, I mean, Iron Bowl is a football game. So. Yeah. The Iron Either Arena? Way, yes. Uh, no. Yeah. The Iron Ball? Yeah. Yeah. Work, There's something there. Workshop. Uh, anyway, it is happening today. But no matter what you want to call it, it will be transpiring this evening at 8 p.m. inside of Auburn Arena, the Crimson Tide of Alabama, who barely missed out on being ranked in yesterday's AP poll. I think if you extended the list out, they would be number 26 as they were receiving votes, but just not enough to crack into the top 25. 
So unranked Alabama will be visiting the Plains this evening. 8 p.m. is your tip-off. If you are planning on going to the game, uh, the Jungle and Auburn Athletics ask that you please wear white, as it is the whiteout game as we look to white out the tide. The line in this one, Auburn is favored by 7, over under is 155 and a half, so looking for a lot of scoring in this one as both of these teams are good perimeter shooting teams and have big men that can uh, bring home and flush dunks when they get in the paint. So uh, these teams are built in a similar fashion, so we'll see what the matchups look like. As a result of that, Alabama, a bit of a scouting report, Alabama has had a very bizarre season, to say the least. Um, if you've not been keeping up with Alabama basketball, they've had really high highs and really low lows when it comes to this basketball season. Uh, going back to over Thanksgiving break, they lost to Iona back when they were ranked in the top 10, Alabama being ranked in the top 10, that is. Um, they lost to Iona, uh, which was a bit of a shock, but they bounced right back um, the next uh, in the first week of December by traveling to Seattle and defeating Gonzaga pretty handedly. Uh, they followed that up with a tra- trip back to Coleman Coliseum, where they then defeated uh, number 14 at the time, Houston, who is now, I think, in the top 10. Uh, they defeated them on a last-second no-call in Coleman Coliseum. That was uh, pretty hotly contested if you watched that one. Then they proceeded to go on the road and get blown out by Memphis, who was unranked. Um, so, it, 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 I mean, but, but the fun does not stop there as they uh, went to Birmingham and lost to Davidson, who is a pretty good team in their own right, but uh, not exactly SEC competition. Uh, Davidson, I think, uh, lost just recently, giving Auburn the, uh, the longest win streak in the country, active win streak. Um, then they rattled off two straight conference wins, defeating Tennessee and Florida before making a turn where they really looked like they were struggling, losing on the road at Missouri, at home to Auburn, and then at, at the hump in Starkville, they lost by two, rebounding to defeat LSU by three points, and Missouri at home by ten. Then things took a really weird turn when they traveled to Stegman Coliseum last week and proceeded to get pretty much manhandled by Tom Crean and the winless Georgia Bulldogs in conference play. So that was a dramatic shock, and it looked like this Bama team was really on the ropes until... Number four, Baylor comes to town for the SEC at Big 12 Challenge. And in one of the deciding games of the SEC Big 12 Challenge, Alabama takes down this Baylor team pretty handedly by about 10 points in Coleman Coliseum. But not yet enough to get ranked. So, I don't know. This, this Bama team has had a real crossroads in their season. They're, they have a the misfortune of playing three top five teams back-to-back-to-back. With uh, They played Baylor. They will have Auburn. On the road today, and then they have Kentucky coming up in their next game. I believe that game is on Saturday. So Bama is really going to uh, have to have to have the work cut out for them, as it were, after coming off a really bad loss to Georgia. They now have three top five games in a row as Kentucky in the new AP poll climbs up to number five. That kind of flew under my radar, but if you want to look at the new AP poll, Teams that uh, uh, are just not making it into the poll would be Alabama receiving 97 votes, Murray State 42, St. Mary's 32, and Boise State, who is uh, boasting a pretty impressive win streak. They are sitting at 
uh, 32. Your top 25 right now as it stands, LSU is the final team in the poll. They dropped uh, six spots from number 19. Then comes Marquette. Texas has joined the poll. Tennessee dropped four spots. Xavier stays put at 21. Iowa State drops three spots. They're at 20 now. USC drops four spots to 19. Illinois jumps up to 18, previously at 24. Connecticut, Ohio State, Providence rounds out the top uh, there, the top, top of the poll. And then moving on to the top 15, it's Texas Tech, Michigan State, Villanova, Wisconsin. Your top 10 right now is Kansas, who fell from 5 to 10 after that loss to Kentucky. Duke stays put at 9. Baylor tumbles down to 8. Arizona, after losing to UCLA, goes from 3 to 7. Houston uh, moves up one spot to number 6. Then your top five is Kentucky, Purdue, UCLA, Gonzaga, and Auburn. I believe in the coaches' poll, Gonzaga and Auburn are tied for number one. But right now, as it stands in the AP, Auburn has a fairly commanding lead over the Bulldogs of Gonzaga. They have 1,500 points to Gonzaga's 1,475. But the real tiebreaker is first-place votes. Auburn has 49 first-place votes to Gonzaga's 12. All right, a little more basketball chat when we return, but when we come back from a break, we will be breaking out the brooms hopefully tonight and sweeping away the Alabama Crimson Tide for the season series as the Tide will come to town to play Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers tonight at 8 p.m. Auburn Arena, be there and wear white if you choose to come. With that, we'll be back in about two minutes with some more of the show. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll. We're talking college hoops. That is, it is a Tuesday, which means it's time for some midweek games. Your top 25 in action today. LSU will be hosting Ole Miss in the Pete Maravich Assembly Center tonight at 8 p.m. That is number 25, Ole Miss hosting those running Rebels from University of Mississippi, Providence will be traveling to Queens to take on St. John's. That is the number 15 team in the country, Providence, who only has two losses on the year so far. Ranked matchup in the Big 12 as number 23, Texas, will travel to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Texas Tech favored by five in that one. Auburn will play Alabama, as we mentioned before the break. Texas A&M will be traveling to Thompson Bowling Arena to play Tennessee, number 22 Tennessee. This one is of note to Auburn fans as uh, Auburn will be playing Texas A&M on February 12th. If A&M is a, uh, is a decent team at that point, which I think they have the potential to be with a relatively soft schedule, if you excuse this um, uh, relatively tough game at Thompson Bowling Arena, uh, you may see a Texas A&M-Auburn get picked up for college game day on that day. So keep an eye on the Texas Aggies if you are watching Auburn basketball and are looking for uh, an exciting Saturday on the Plains as uh, game day could return for the first time uh, in two years. So I hope they'll plan out if game day does come again. I hope it's, 
it, it'll go better than last time. So I'm trying to say that's the idea. We're uh, we're we're planning now in, that's in, good. in an event uh, in an attempt to prevent. I know there was wasn't there wristbands last time. There were there were several. Yeah, wristbands was part of it. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to tell people to not line up for something you want them to go to. Yes. So it it's a balancing act. That was a crazy game. Crazy game. Crazy indeed. day. I think that was two years ago to to the day because that was February first, two thousand and twenty. Let me check. I believe if uh, if if memory serves me correctly, I got a photo with Clark Kellogg on that day. It was February first, two thousand twenty, when um, Auburn hosted Kentucky for College Game Day and uh, defeated them in a very exciting game. I might add. Hmm. It was February 22nd. I don't know if that's true, David. Why was Clark Kellogg here? Maybe you're right, but why else would Clark Kellogg be in Auburn? I think February 22nd was the Tennessee game. Okay. So I don't have any photos from the Kentucky game then. Perhaps. Perhaps, of course. I just have... I oh, have wait. A, mm, wait, never mind. I have a sign they gave out at game day that had the, the jungle logo on it. And I wrote the score on it and the date. Okay. And I put it over my well, why didn't you say that? Well, that, that's kind of like pretty. Well, you had a photo with Clark Kellogg, so I assume that was more more concrete than whatever well, I had going. You on. have a date on it, so I think that's more. Because <laughs> Apple can just get the dates wrong if they go into your phone at different times. Fair enough. All right, at six p.m. we have Michigan State. Sparty travels to uh, College Park to take on Maryland. Uh, Maryland is struggling in their Big Ten. Uh, schedule so far, so the Spartans look to take care of business against the Terps of Maryland. Another ranked matchup as Kansas, who is reeling after getting blown out at home by Kentucky, will be traveling to Ames, Iowa to take on the Cyclones. Uh, number 10 versus number 20 in that one. And then in a, a Big East matchup, you have the Yukon Huskies, 15-4, and 6-2 and two in the Big East, will be hosting the Blue Jays of Creighton. That one will be at 5.30 Central Time on Fox Sports 1. So that is what's happening in the top 25 tonight in the basketball world. Um, Let's see if there's any other notable matchups. Davidson at St. Bonnie. South Carolina, Mississippi State. Rutgers Northwestern at North Carolina, Louisville. Not seeing a whole lot else. Nebraska looks to pick up their first conference win. As they play Michigan in uh, Ann Arbor. Nebraska ball? If you're a fan of Nebraska ball like I am, uh, you will be excited to know that uh, at some point Nebraska will will get a conference win, and it could just be tonight. So uh, watch out for that. Well, hold on. I think Nebraska has the esteemed pleasure of playing Penn State at some point, who I believe is also winless in the conference. Yes, 228. Mark your calendars. The toilet bowl. Uh, Penn State has four conference wins, but they oh, are wow. they are still very bad. So, <laughs> what's the what's the percentage? I see a big a whopping. Yeah, percentage. it looks like eighty five percent Nittany Lions. But interesting, anything could happen in Nebraska ball. Anything, any anything can happen in basketball in general, but especially Nebraska ball. Oh yeah, crazy. Right, uh, I think last night Penn State played in a pretty notable game as they went to double overtime with Iowa and took down the Hawkeyes. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I saw uh, Iowa hit a long two to send this one to overtime at the very end of regulation uh, as, Penn, as Penn State looked like they had escaped this one. This was probably 
one of the closest games you'll ever see in college basketball going to two overtimes. Uh, the Big Ten. The Big Ten, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Big Ten's like that in all leagues. Yeah. Found they, out. Uh, whether it be rock fight or close game, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen over the Big Ten. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit more about this Auburn versus Alabama matchup, and then we shall head to the bottom of the hour break. So tonight, once again, 8 p.m. Central Time, Auburn favored by seven in this one. If you have something you'd like to say about this Auburn versus Alabama matchup, once again, you can tweet at us at CDISCAU. We'd love to get your take on it. Auburn currently with a 77% chance to win this one, according to ESPN's BPI. Mm. I'm not going to trust it until I see it with my own eyes. Yeah. Alabama's crazy. Triple zeros on the scoreboard is when we start celebrating. Alabama is the sicko team. They really are. It's feast or famine, uh, to quote to quote Josh Rothstein. If on, if on Alabama Twitter. makes it into the into the uh, into March Madness, I can I can think of the tournament. Yeah, uh, be mayhem. It'll be either bloodbath, first round or exit, first or round final exit. four. Yeah. Uh, looking at your points leader. It is Shackelford, the points leader for Alabama. No surprise there. He's averaging 17 points per game. Jabari Smith is your points leader for Auburn. He's averaging 15.6 points per game. Shackelford's shooting 40% from the floor, 76% on his free throws. Jabari Smith, 43% from the floor, 81% on the free throws. Uh, rebounds, uh, color me surprised. Walker Kessler is leading the team for Auburn. He has... 7.7 rebounds per game, 5.2 defensive rebounds per game, and Davis's favorite stat, offensive rebounds per game, 2.4 of those. Oh, so, very important stat. So look for Walker Kessler to maybe get you some free Chappie's breakfast tonight as uh, he might get those seven blocks all by himself as he's mm. averaging seven rebounds per game. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Got some long arms, that guy. And then your support staff, Wendell Green, is leading the charge with assists. He's averaging just about five assists per game. Uh, two turnovers per game and 25 minutes per game. Uh, Quinterly for Alabama, he's doing a similar performance, averaging 4.3 assists per game, 2.8 turnovers, and 31 minutes per game. And that is what's the the stats leaders right now, players to watch right now, Jabari, Walker, and Wendell Green for Auburn, Shackelford, Ellis, and Quinterly for Alabama. Uh, they won't They won't be easy to miss on the floor tonight is, my, is, is the opinion of this of this jungle inhabitant. Awesome. How packed do you think the jungle is going to be tonight, sir? To the gills. To the gills. I think it may be similar to what we saw against Georgia. Okay. I was I was just considering because Weagle's going to be in the line today. They once are. Again. Yes, starting at around you know five p.m., which is when we're the only time we're allowed to be out there. Weagle will be back, so if you enjoyed the enjoyed the tunes on Saturday against uh, Oklahoma, we will be doing a repeat performance of that. Hopefully, some some good hype music to get you ready to go inside to the game. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure Low Light by by uh, by Future will be making an appearance, as it always does, right before the doors open, as as it, as is a tradition. So look forward to that. If you're going to be out in the line, we will keep you entertained here at WEGL. And you can always send us requests by tweeting at us or DMing us on Instagram for those of us who will be out there DJing the line. I also hear we, uh, if you're going to the game, this is uh, exclusive information Uh-oh. for people who are going to the game. Uh, wear white, as I said. You can wear yeah. your, your 2022 Jungle t-shirt, which conveniently is white, 
or if you don't have one of those, uh, you can just wear white and not worry about it. Or if you do not have anything white, just show up to the game and we might just have a little something for you if you are uh, seated and not wearing white because we would, we would like the student section to be completely iced out, as it were. Um, I've got a defense shirt that you could wear. Oh, yeah. Women's basketball just says defense. I mean, it's, it's important. White. It's important. It's white. Um, and then we've also got some new fatheads. Awesome. Breaking news. Yeah, some new oh. fatheads. So maybe your favorite Twitter meme, you can, you can hold it up in the arena tonight. That's all I'll say. Mm. Yeah. If you've been enjoying, well, perhaps the Leor Berminator, mm, you might be able one. to caress it throughout the entire length of the game tonight. The certified, no. certified Leor Berman mm, didn't make the cut. Don't know. If, don't know if that'll. that'll We're working on. It. I'm going to pose for an emoji. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna happen. All right. Awesome. With that, we are going to head to a quick break. When we return, the secret 8:30 a.m. song. If you are a radio listener, and if you are not a radio listener, uh, just. Sit back, relax. We'll be back with the second half of the show. Enjoy that. We'll be back in about two minutes with some more of the show, so don't go anywhere. you got Jack and Davis hanging out with you on a Tuesday morning. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. However you are joining us today, whether that be from your terrestrial radio at 91.1 FM or WeagleFM.com. If you're listening either of those ways, you just heard our secret 830 in the morning song. If you're listening on our podcast, you did not hear it because the government has some rules about that. So we are going to move right along with the show. We are talking about Alabama Crimson Tide versus Auburn Tigers basketball tonight. The Iron Ball as mm. we are calling it. We're not, iron rim? We're not calling it Iron that. block? The uh, the rack? Um, the iron board? No. Perhaps the rebound? No. I don't know. Bell. Uh Yeah, we're, we're still working on the name, but the game is happening nonetheless. Your number one Auburn Tigers are looking to remain undefeated in conference play, improve to 21-1 and 9-0 and in the conference. Alabama's coming in boasting a 14-7 and record, 4-4 four and four in the conference, as I mentioned. Uh, in the first half of the show, if you want to go back and listen to that, we kind of did a breakdown of Alabama's schedule and how they have some great wins and they have some terrible losses. They um, beat the number two team in the country in effectively a home game for Gonzaga uh, by 10, but they also lost in Stegman by a pretty u- in pretty ugly fashion as well to the winless Georgia Bulldogs at the time. So that's what's going on with the Alabama Crimson Tide. They're coming to visit the Auburn Tigers once again. Uh, we invite you, if you are going to be in the jungle tonight, to wear white. Even if you're up in standing room, we want as much white in Auburn Arena as possible as we look to white out the tide. That is what's going down tonight in Auburn Arena. Uh, we've uh, reports from the front lines. Some people are already lining up is what I hear. This looks like five people so far, but that's – if you see – if. It's going to start everybody else. It's is how yeah, I see it. I don't, it's not going to cause too much yeah. of a stir, I think. I'm I mean, not going to be in the line, so it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, yeah, we saw pretty much everybody that wanted to get in the lower bowl got in for yeah. Oklahoma. So, Good time. You know what? It's, it's going to be okay. It, you, you, if this is the, the – there will be more opportunities. I'm circling Vanderbilt on the calendar for a game you'll probably be able to get into pretty easily. You know, uh, when we were just talking about the iron – redacted while we're trying to figure it out okay. i looked up uh i was trying to look up like a term if i didn't know one like for a big basketball game you know like yeah like how you call like a cup for hockey or whatever 
And I found a website where it seems like it was written by an old person trying to sound hip. Basketball slang in terms to sound like a pro. Okay, yeah. Alley-oop. Dribble. Automatic. B-ball. Double dribble. <laughs> Dropping dimes. Okay. Granny shot. Granny shot. That's a classic. Putting on a clinic. That's a good one. Okay. That's the first good one. Schooled. Oh, breaking news. Raw's reading that. Tom Brady is officially retired from the NFL. Wow. Is that a, is it actually official though? Are we gonna get duped again? Is Adam Schefter is Adam Schefter gonna have to redact another another I'm claim? Another Barry McCockner tweet got him. I think I've gone I think I've proved my point on the page. Okay, um one I do enjoy is that if uh, a shot goes in off the backboard saying that uh must be a weekday because the bank's open. Yeah. Is that pretty funny and hip? I say I just say the bank is open. Everything else is implied at that point. Fair enough. Yeah. That's not, a good one. Not a, I like ho- the, not a holiday. It's it's good wordplay. Yeah, the bank is open. Uh, sometimes we used to say the bank is closed when we played as kids. So no backboard mm. shots because it was like a weekend. We were like the bank's closed. Don't, you got to call it if you want a backboard shot. Okay. Which in hindsight is a weird rule. When would you have to call it before it left? It your went hands? when you shot. You had to say bank like before a, like before it clock. hit the backboard. You'd have to say bank. Okay. Very cool. I'm not I'm not really sure where that came from, but I'm I know for a fact. Referring Millions to the rim as the rack, valid? Is that thumbs up uh, or thumbs down? I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't say that very often. But drive drives to the rack. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I usually just say rim, but rack's a good good alternative. I think rack is more applicable if, if it's like a dunk. Yeah, because it's not serving its job as a rim at that point. It's that's more true. Like a a literal rack. Yeah, you, you know, hang you hang on to it. It's crazy to think about how big the rim actually is. It's bigger than the ball. Is you can fit two balls in there. Is that true? Yes, you can actually fit three, not like side by two side by side, three all together. Like liquefied the ball and made one big ball. Is that what you're saying? No, you could like I could get three basketballs and fit them into one rim. Okay, that's how big they yeah, are. It's 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 big. So like eighteen inches. If you think like of the it, size of a large pizza. If you've ever, <laughs> oh I know about that. If you've <laughs> ever, <laughs> is this real? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's for real. The smaller one, I'm not sure what that is. It's, it's uh, basketball rim size cut in half for all levels. Basketball Manitoba. I'll look into this. Manitoba, Canada? Maybe. Maybe that's why Canada's not very good at basketball. They they the shrunk their rim. They got all the they got all the the bunk rims from America, and they just play with that one. Maybe they make them really good. Actually, if you can make that, you can make it on a big one. Yeah, here's a good here's a good picture of it. Yeah, that's a good good. That's the that's the ball that they added to the NBA that hurt everybody's fingers that they stopped yeah. using. Yeah, it was like I can't. It was like plastic. I don't know. It was like tearing off their fingertips. All right, I'm gonna tweet that from the Compact Discourse account. You continue. Okay. Oh, what was I saying? Basketball. Well, yeah. Um the the rim is big. Oh yeah, the rim. Oh yeah, you ever seen that video of like you know the guys that do the little trampoline thing at like some NBA games? Yeah. Yeah. He like he did it and he went right through the rim, not on purpose, but like whoosh, whoosh, right through it, the whole thing. That's unbelievable. Kind of proves how big it is. The question is, I feel like I could fit through. That's it. what I was about to say. I think you could. I don't think I could. You get stuck like a chimney. I think I'd be like my arms would be like. Oh yeah. I'd be stuck in it, and then you'd have to cut me out. The fire. You'd have to call the fire department with the jaws of life to get me out of that thing. Cut the rack open. Any other any other basketball slang you like? Um, not really slang, but I like on your head. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty good, applicable. Good dunk. Good dunk. Good dunk on somebody. Tap, tap in the head. Yeah. That's a good one. When, uh, when you gotta you, use it sparingly though. You can't use it too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, 
there's only a few dunks a game. I think two or three times a game, it's good. Uh, when this is less slang, but when someone makes a good drive to the basket, the 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 cradle, the baby yeah. celebration. That's a Russell. That's a Russell Russell, Russell Westbrook original. Mm. If you didn't know. Uh, maybe maybe I don't know if Dr. Naismith was doing that himself yeah. after he was schooling kids in his new sport, but <laughs> Russell Westbrook's the one that popularized. Popu- oh my goodness, popularized it. All he right. also did the too small. That was Russell Westbrook. Mm. Mm. How about that? So we got the SEC men's basketball standings, and then we're going to hit the 8:45 break. Currently, last place Georgia with their sole conference win, coming over Alabama. Then Ole Miss, Missouri, Vandy, Florida having a disappointing season at three and five. A and M. South Carolina, LSU, and Alabama are all tied at four and four. Mississippi State is at four and three. Tennessee, ranked number twenty-two in the land, they are hosting A and M tonight. They are five and three, looking to go six and three. Arkansas, unranked but five and three as well. And the two top cats in the SEC, the Kentucky Wildcats, are six and two, and your Auburn Tigers are eight and zero. Oh. And with that, we will go to a quick break. When we return, some news, some weather, some fun. It's February. It's a new month of excitement, so all that and more when we return. Big game tonight, but big month ahead as well as we look forward to all the festivities that February will bring to the world. I'm Jack, joined alongside Davis Carroll. Yeah. We will be back in about two minutes with some more of the show, the final 15 minutes. If you want to join the show, now's your chance at CDiscAU or call in 334-844-9345. We'll be right back. Back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WiggleFM.com, or by listening to our podcast on your podcast player of choice, welcoming you into the show for the final 10 minutes or so before we have to get out of here for today. It is Tuesday morning. Let's do this thing. It is the first day of February, so remember to pay your rent, pay your water bill, all that. Go to the bank, collect your check, whatever you do on the first of the month. Be sure to do it, as it is uh, the first day of the shortest month of the year, so get hyped for that. March will be here before you know it, and as you know, we sleep in May, so we'll get all that ready and squared away as we are, you know, just barreling through the year. It's February already. Did you have an eventful January? I'd say so. A lot happened. I'd say so as well. I I feel like everything I've done. It's been I've pretty done, packed for everything me, Everything I've done. Yeah. It's just been nonstop, doing stuff all the time, uh, thanks to, you know, Auburn Athletics or otherwise, it's just been breakneck pace moving through this month, and uh, we'll hope to hope to do it again in the month of February. Off to a good start with the basketball game tonight. I'm drinking a delicious uh, Coca-Cola coffee, vanilla edition. It's very good. Um, shout out to Mr. Henry Roden, mm. who uh, was was brave enough to try these with me back in back in the spring, and I've just now. Getting back into them, uh, just a little, just a little alternative, just a coffee in the morning, a little, little, little pick me up. It's a little sweetness too, so enjoy that. Not your traditional cup of coffee, but it'll, it'll do. Classic, classic, classic sound. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll roll that wrong, Davis. It is uh, the first month or the first day of Black History Month here 
uh, in the United States of America, February 1st. So we thought we could talk a little black history before we moved on with the rest of the show. For sure. Is that okay with you? I think it's I think it's a great idea. Let's do it then. What do you got for us today? I have a civil rights activist. Not sure as many people have heard of him as they have Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, folks like them. It is Medgar Evers. You ever heard of Medgar Evers, Alex? Medgar Evers. Let's see. That's him. The yeah. name rings a bell, but I would not he, he, I would not presume to know too much he about He is him. mentioned in a song by Phil Ox. Maybe okay. if you've heard that song. Uh, it's called "I'm a Liberal," and he's kind of, he's talking about like the hypocrisy, but it it's a good song. But uh, Meg Rivers was born in Decatur, Mississippi. In let's see, he was in 1925, That's and correct. he grew up in Decatur, segregated schools, and all that. And he actually served in the military in World War II and actually fought in Normandy. So that's pretty pretty interesting. That's cool. Uh, he was honorably discharged as a sergeant from the army, and then he moved to Mound Bayou. Uh, before he went to Alcorn State and got his bachelor in arts. And in Mount Bayou, he was a civil rights activist. He he worked for the Regional Council of Negro Leadership, which began to organize actions for civil rights in Mississippi at the time. Uh, and then once uh, Brown v. Board of Education came through, he submitted an application to go to Mississippi Law School, but he was rejected. And that was part of a test case for the NAACP to sue the law school. And after that, it became the NTL, he became the NAACP's first field secretary for Mississippi, so it was a big deal at the time for him and his family. And he had a part in the James Meredith's efforts to enroll uh, Old Miss in the 60s, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. If you ever seen The Ghost of Old Miss, I think it mentions that, the 30 for 30. Yeah. Uh, after that, you know, he did a lot of civil rights things. He was really uh, integral. And then in, let's see, 1963, he was assassinated by a Ku Klux Klan member named, Bi- named Byron De La Beckwith when he was getting out of his car to go into his home after a NAACP meeting. He was shot in the back. Yeah. There's a lot to learn about Meg Evers. I don't want to take up the rest of the show. Yeah. Read I mean, this I mean, whole Wikipedia or teaching about him, but I encourage you all to go check him out. He was very influ- really influential in the Southern civil rights activism, along with, obviously, Martin Luther right King. Right up there with, with uh, Malcolm and Martin. Yeah. Malcolm was really more north. If you want to like break it down into regions, mm-hmm. Martin was kind of like southeast, but obviously he kind of spread over the, all the, the the country. Even if uh, the public didn't really like him as much at, as we do now at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, Megger was really big in Mississippi. He was also friends with James Baldwin from a movie I watched. If you know James Baldwin, James Baldwin. He was a writer, a very famous writer. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. He was Checking friends right with now. them. There's a movie called, it was based on a book that he was writing called I Am Not Your Negro, and it if, mentions all three of them, Malcolm Martin. If Bill Martin Street and, could talk. Yeah, if Bill Street could talk. Great movie, great book, great writer, great guy. Um, yeah, another a little piece of music trivia as well. Uh, Bob Dylan wrote his song Only a Pawn in Their Game about uh, said assassination of Medgar Evers. So Boom. if you're a lot of influence on popular culture, did Mr. Evers It have. was It was real big, and he actually got assassinated the same day as Robert Kennedy's uh, speech about civil rights, I believe, I think it mentioned. Mm-hmm. June 12th, 63. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Well, that was great, Davis. I hope we continue this throughout the month of February. There's a lot to learn about American history, especially black history. So we will continue to honor that throughout this month. A little bit of news as well uh, from what's going on in the Ukraine. 
coming courtesy of NBC News. After a bitter public clash between U.S. and Russia, Ukraine's focus is now shifting to diplomacy. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is set to speak on the phone with his Russian counterpart following Monday's fractious United Nations showdown. After a bitter public clash on the global stage, the standoff between Russia and the United States over the Ukraine took a more diplomatic note on Tuesday. Secretary of State Blinken is set to speak on the phone uh, with his Russian counterpart. Of course, it comes after a uh, high-level diplomacy between Moscow and the West and a continued effort to ward off potential Russian invasion of the, its neighbor. However, the Kremlin denied Tuesday that it had delivered highly anticipated verdict on Washington's counterproposals to its sweeping demands, suggesting the world will have to wait, to have to keep waiting for any clear sign of Russian President Vladimir Putin's next move. Um, that bitter clash in, press, in question was Russia accusing the U.S. of fomenting war as Biden warns of a, quote, swift and severe consequences if the Ukraine was invaded. So after a bit of a tense moment yesterday, it seems that um, things have cooled down just a little bit as Anthony Blinken is looking for a diplomatic solution with the Russian ambassador as well, as both sides seem to be gnashing their teeth a little bit as uh, the Russian forces amass on the Ukrainian border. I did see a thing where Ukraine was talking about how they they appreciate America's support, but they they said like be careful with like the media's hyping up of a war coming mm-hmm. because I, it's not it wasn't exactly that, but you kind of get I think you get the point. I mean, yeah, I mean it's who who who's uh who's in more immediate danger? Yes. is all you have to ask when it comes to that 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 question. Yeah, I think they just don't want to get uh, all the American public riled up about a war that isn't completely necessary maybe is yeah, one way to put and it and would directly affect them yes. long before it would directly affect the United States. Also, uh when you read that article, uh when you're talking about Anthony Blinken's Russian counterpart, all I can imagine is like an identical guy named Archum Blinken or something. <laughs> Anthony Anthony Blinkenoff. <laughs> Archum Arch How do you say it? Art Ar- I don't know what you're trying to say. It's a it's a Russian name like Archum Ar- Archuro? No, not Ar- it's kind of similar to that though. It's a R T Y O R M is kind of how you spell it, I think. Archim, Archim, I'm not Russian. Archim Blinkenoff, Artyom. Yeah, there's Artyom. There you go. Male given name common in Russia and other Slavic speaking countries. Yes. The name uses the E letter, which can be transcribed to English as E, but still has the Yo sound. Artyom, mm. Artyom. I know that from the Metro games. Fun games set in Ru- the Russian Metro, after. Uh, nuclear war. Very cool. Fun games. Artyom Blinkenoff. Yeah, so he's speaking on the phone with Anthony Blinken today <laughs> to uh, help settle the dust in the Ukraine as uh, tensions hopefully die down from yesterday's uh, spat between <clears throat> the Kremlin and Washington, D.C. History happened before our eyes. That's right. We're happens li- every day. We're living through it, so enjoy it. One day we can be like we can tell our kids be like oh yeah I saw when Anthony and Archie and Lincoln <laughs> I Lincoln was, off I survived the the Ukrainian standoff of twenty two <laughs> all right uh, once again before we get out of here today I do want to remind you that the Alabama Crimson Tide are visiting the Auburn Tigers tonight at eight p.m. Central Time is the tip off if you would like to see it in person I recommend you get in line just about as early as you feel like you need to. Um, with that, I would remind you to wear white, your 2022 Jungle T-shirt if you're going to be in the student section. Or if you are not planning on being in the student section, just cheer on the Tigers from wherever 
you see fit. It could be a historical night as Alabama or as Auburn looks to sweep Alabama for the first time in a long time. I don't even know when the last time we slept Alabama was. Davis, will you stall for a second while I check? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, you put me on the spot to stall. You can I tell a story a from the Oklahoma game. Oh yeah. So uh, I gotta say, at the, I think we kind of mentioned it yesterday. We did mention it yesterday about the the hats. So don't really need to mention that again. I will say my my story from the line. It's a little different from Alex's. I got there like three hours later than him, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I I got some extra sleep in. Got there. It was my fingers were freezing off. Uh, but then when the sun came out magically, my fingers didn't freeze off. But when once I got into the arena, my the soles of my feet were numb, which I've never experienced before. I gotta say. I think I should have worn thicker shoes instead of wearing the Vans I wore, and I think I've figured out that Vans do not provide much protection against the elements. Very well. You still looking over there? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna find it. Okay. Because if I'm, if I'm being honest with you, the I last, can tell some Kendrick Lamar trivia or something. The if last you want. time we had a, a chance to maybe sweep Alabama was, uh, hold on, oh, it was 2019. Sorry. Sorry to get your hopes up, everybody, but it, it, we have swept Alabama recently. But we are looking to do it again for the first time yeah. in two seasons. So uh, let's let's do it all again in the uh, Iron Ball of Bullskit Ball. Okay, is what we're saying. I think on. that'll work. Yeah, yeah that'll work. Um, really rolls off the tongue. Putting there. on a clinic, as it were. Yeah, we'll, double dribbling. We'll uh, hopefully yeah. not. Bank's open. Bank it's is a weekday. Op- is it? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Tuesday. What what time does the bank close though? Bank closes. Uh, it might be like closed. Saturday at five. But it's not 24 hours. Yeah, that's why it closes at 5. So is it... Oh, the bank. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. So, uh-oh. Maybe it's like an online bank. Okay. Okay, we're cool then. <laughs> cool then. All right, yeah. Walker Kessler is going to hopefully get get the bank open and nail another three like he did... You got to call the bank. ...on Saturday, bank. Uh, which was, was pretty electric, I must say, every time Walker lines up from, from the arc. So we'll look for that tonight and a whole lot more as we hope to see you in the jungle tonight for Auburn versus Alabama the iron bullskit ball yeah yeah the sorry. iron ball of bullskit ball sorry i already did that joke all right thank you so much for listening to another exciting episode of compact discourse right here on weagle 91.1 fm however you join us today whether that be from your terrestrial radio antenna from weaglefm.com where we're listening to our podcast we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast absolutely psa break free wherever podcasts are heard just search for Compact Discourse on your podcast player of choice. I use Overcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDISKAU, at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. For a link to that podcast, information about the show, and important updates, including pictures we talk about on the show, and you can tweet at us to get your voice on the show. Join the conversation. We are Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You might want to go ahead and follow WEGL on Twitter and Instagram. That's WEGL underscore AU. we got camp concerts on campus coming up on Thursday. Our dedicated team of marketing professionals is working tirelessly to provide you with high-quality content to fans of the station. And with that, for Jack Hart and Davis Carroll, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great wet rest of your Tuesday. We will talk at you tomorrow, Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. for another exciting episode of CD. As always, this is Jack Hart signing off and War Eagle. We do not care.